Happy Friday, Broncos country. We're back with another special draft coverage podcast from Fans First Sports Network. My name is Tim Lynch, and I have with me Mile High Reports draft guru, Chris Hart. Uh, we're going to close out the week um, going offensive line. We're going to talk about Pittsburgh tackle Carter Warren, uh, six foot five, 311 pounds. Uh, what can you tell us about him, Chris? Sure. Uh, Carter Warren, uh, he had been on my radar for a while, and I was really interested to see how he's going to do this year. Unfortunately, he got injured four games into the season and had a torn meniscus, so that sidelined him for his six-year super senior campaign. Uh, but, uh, you know, one of the reasons why I've been looking at offensive tackles is obviously the Broncos have – Garrett Bowles slated in as their left tackle for this year. Uh, and they just gave Mike McGlinchey a, a mega contract uh, to be their right tackle. But when you take a look at the depth or positions of need that the Broncos might have on the roster, there's really no developmental tackle that they have in the fold. I don't know if you can project Quinn Bailey to be that guy or whatnot. Calvin Anderson left in free agency. They really don't have anybody there you know, in case the worst case scenario that Bowles or McGlinchey, God forbid, would get hurt. I can't even tell you who would be the next man up in that regard. So that's one of the reasons why I've been taking a dive into offensive tackles. And Carter Warren was one of the first ones that caught my eye. Uh, based on what he had done several years ago, um, going back to Carter Warren's advent of his career at Pitt, uh, he was a four-star recruit coming out of New Jersey and had a bunch of college offers. Uh, he ended up going across the pond, uh, playing for Pittsburgh. Uh, he didn't play in 2017 in his first year or in 2018, but he did earn a job in 2019 protecting former first-round pick for the Pittsburgh Steelers out of Pittsburgh, Kenny Pickett's blindside. Uh, and in that year, he had uh, 106, uh, 865 total offensive snaps in 13 games as a starter. Uh, and uh, – did a decent job projecting Pickett's blind side. And then over the next couple of years, he ended up starting virtually every game for him and ended up being a 39 game starter when it was all said and done. Um, and he has over 2,700, you know, reps as a starter uh, in pass protection and run blocking, uh, which is important just because experience means so much for offensive tackles who are making their way into the pros just because it's such a paramount position that's hard to immediately come in and do a good job at. Um, like I said before, unfortunately, uh, Warren got injured this past year uh, in the fourth game of the year, and there was really limited tape for him to go off of. But when you go back a couple of years ago to uh, his junior season, uh, he did a really good job. I mean, he was only averaging about one hurry allowed a game and didn't allow too many sacks. Uh, so you saw a guy on tape who had a uh, good technique engaging defenders. Uh, he had experience at both left and right tackle. Uh, you know, one of the first things that you see when he, when a guy's six foot five, uh, his arm length is incredible. He's got like 36 inch arms in his elite wingspan. Um, he just has that, you know, desired pro ready physique that teams are looking for. Um, you also want to take a look at footwork when it comes to offensive tackles, and he does a really good job 
uh, with his kick slide and getting depth in that regard. Uh, he does a good job uh, moving, imposing defensive linemen, edge rushers off the ball, and he does a good job with those long arms, sustaining those blocks at the point of attack. Uh, from what I've read and, you know, reports and watching media reviews and whatnot, he's just someone, you know, being a six-year senior, it took him a while to hit the ground and get going, but he really worked hard each and every season to improve and become a better player uh, and had been voted as a multi-year team captain for the Panthers. Uh, like I said, one of the biggest negatives regarding him is this injury this past year kept him out uh, for virtually, you know, nine of the 13 games that they played. Uh, there has been no test results from the combine or his pro day that I could find or anything like that. He's kind of just been, you know, there taking measurements or whatnot, but not really working uh, and, and being active in drills. So you really can't measure his athleticism relative to his peers. Uh, so that's a cause for concern. Uh, one of the other things, you know, you're looking at negatives when evaluating players and want to talk about that uh he really did struggle uh keeping his balance and not being susceptible to inside moves from defenders uh inside stunts things like that um just one of those things that you were hoping while you're watching after being there for so many years that he'd have better recognition with blitz diagnosis or delayed blitzes uh but he kind of struggled in that regard and i'm not sure what's going on there and Really, for a guy his size and with that physique, uh, you you thought that he'd be a more dominating run blocker, but he's just kind of average in that regard. So uh, had some concerns there, but uh, felt like you know if the Broncos were in search of a offensive tackle that would be a good developmental prospect, uh, he would be one of them. Okay. Yeah. And, um, did you say he's a, he's six years in college? Yeah, he was a six-year senior. Uh, he originally committed in 2017, but didn't play. So 2018, he didn't play. So it was 19, 20, 21, and this 22, which was a shortened season because of his injury. But yeah, he he had been there six years, so he's already going to be 24. Um, we're reaching. Oh, the... Okay, so he's 24. That's not that's not too bad. No, I mean we. I I remember Elway drafted a say 26-year-old. Um, offensive lineman once I was just like wait a minute here yeah, well, how old is this guy <laughs> well you know and, 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 and it's one of those things and I've probably been guilty on it in reports in the past and things I've done you know in prior years at Mile High Report with scouting profiles is certain positions um, teams are probably going to look at someone's age and be like hey like oh man he's already like 24 25 26 but he's 24 years old. That's not really a big deal because tackles yeah, can play. Not, not bad. I mean, I mean, Carter Ward, in my opinion, is, is a is a day three player who has the ability to become a starter down the road. And if you're looking at a developmental tackle prospect and you're going to draft him on the third day of the draft, I mean, if he sticks with your team for the length of his rookie contract, it's probably worth it. So I'm not going to necessarily be concerned that he's 24, going to be 25 as a rookie. Um, the only concern I have relative to that is that he's going to be 25 years old, but that strength uh, for a guy his size, he's he's not there strength-wise, and you're hoping 
that at that point in time, with that many years in college, he'd be a little bit stronger at the point of attack um, and be a little bit more physical. But I guess, you know, the Broncos are bringing in that new guy to help with their strength and conditioning. So, you know, not a big deal or whatnot. But as a developmental prospect, uh, Denver certainly needs somebody. I mean, it's been years. I, I mean, honestly, would it be Garrett Bowles the last time they truly, in 2017, drafted an offensive tackle. I mean, Reisner at uh, Kansas State played right tackle. I mean, he played all over for them, but they literally haven't picked a developmental tackle in half a decade now. Yeah, they've been undrafted guys mostly. But let's yeah. talk about, um, you know, you have him as a day three prospect. I saw that you, you'd written he'd be good value around the fifth round. Um, do you think he could? He, do you think there's any chance he could slip into the sixth round for the Broncos, given he was out with an injury all season? You know, is that is there any chance they could get a steal later than the fifth round? Is kind of my question. Sure, there's always that chance, but you, 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 I'm trying to look at this situation with Carter Warren, and one of the reasons I had him more as as a day three selection is because of that injury. But then again, teams will have, you know, three years of prior tape where he did start uh, 39 games. He had 2,700 reps. Uh, So he's an experienced guy. He knows what he's doing out there. Um, And And that's hard to find in in the college level, you know, that much experience. Right. That's going to play well for him. Right. And it's one of those things that, you know, it certainly is, and one of the reasons why I had him downgraded as probably a fifth-round guy was due to that injury um, and not having any tape. But, you know, it looks like the Broncos at least – I mean, there's been multiple teams, but at the Combine and at his pro day, which he he didn't really do a whole lot, but there were multiple times on this pre-draft circuit that they've met with him – So obviously I think the Broncos are looking at like, Hey, this is an experienced tackle who has a lot of reps that didn't really get to play this year, but he's someone that we can bring in on day three and uh, develop uh, for sure. So, I mean, could he slip to the sixth round or later quite possibly, but offensive tackles, one of those premium positions yeah. where teams are going to invest in them. And, I mean, obviously before we traded, I mean, before the Broncos traded those picks for Sean Payton, et cetera, I think that, you know, most fans in Broncos country and before we signed Mike McGlinchey were thinking, well, that late first-round pick um, probably should be an offensive tackle just because who knows what's going to happen with Garrett Bowles beyond this year, uh, beyond this season or whatnot. And, uh, you know, now that they did bring in McGlinchey, I don't think there's really any chance that they're going to use 67 or 68 on a tackle just because the best guys there are going to be gone. And at 67, 68, you're probably going to find a different player at a different position who can yeah. come in right away and have uh, immediate impact or, you know, hope to have an immediate impact. But, you know, Carter Warren in the fifth round or whatnot with their fifth round selection, getting developmental tackle that has all those reps and experience just seems like a, a good fit. And it's one of those things where, yeah, he had a torn meniscus or whatnot, but uh, at the end of the day in the fifth round, if you can get a developmental tackle that's got 2,700 collegiate reps as a starter there, why not? What do they have to lose? Yeah, yeah, I just, I'm getting, I'm greedy. You know, the Broncos have five picks 
total, um, all of them between the third and sixth round. So, you know, they got to get value with every pick. It's, it's going to be really challenging for Peyton and Patton or Peyton and Peyton. I, I don't know. <laughs> no, that's gonna that's gonna that's gonna get some used to. I'm gonna have to get used to that. But you know, it's just it's just tough. We'll we'll have to see how it plays out. You know, all we can do is is keep going here. Um, you know, on Fans First Sports Net, Sports Network with our draft profiles each uh, each week. Uh, we'll be running through those all throughout April, leading up to the draft. Uh, and then you can head on over to Mile High Report. We'll be doing the written versions of uh, a lot of these draft profiles there as well. Um, but yeah, that'll that'll do it for this week. Um, you know, go Broncos, and let's look forward to that 2023 draft.